My loyal supporters, do I have something special just for you. Subscribe for five buckaroos and gain access to exclusive content, discounts on merch and products, live videos, and so much more. Y'all know I'm generous and I'm doing this just for you. Why? Because we've just leveled up and we've grown. And those of you who've been rocking and supporting me, I want to make sure that you know that I love you and I'm so grateful for you. Be sure to hit the link in the caption or bio or check me out at lasuperagent.com and hit subscribe as a loyal supporter. Welcome back. It's about that time for another powerful informational episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. I'm your host, Lee Saporto, active licensed California real estate professional, also known as Super Ader, Super Ader, <laughs> Super Agent, creator and founder of many cool things, projects, curriculums, workshops. Uh, summits and my first conference. I am founder of Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation. And more importantly, this show is about supporting our nonprofit for the youth. We teach children ages 11 and up real estate literacy, that's terms, concepts, and careers as an alternate pathway to success. Uh, if you want to support, definitely can drop a PayPal at Real Estate 100 Youth. That's paypal.me slash real estate 100 youth. Uh, uh, we are welcoming donations every single day, every single month, annually to make our programs possible. Uh, currently, we would like to host a six week, six weeks of real estate for the youth. I'm going to do a session for middle schoolers and then I'm going to do a session for high school students. Uh, to learn real estate terms, concepts, and the business. So I'm excited about that. I'm probably only going to take no more than 20 or 25 students at a time over a five to six week period. And stay tuned for that information. If you'd like to donate to a supporter youth, a sponsor youth, please let me know. Get at me. Send me an email at lisa at lasuperagent.com. If you would like to learn more about what I'm up to and what I'm creating, uh, again, some of you have been asking about courses. If I offer courses, yes. Some of you have been asking about the webinars, yes. Happens every third Saturday of each month. Ready, Set, Real Estate hosts a real estate series of webinars, third Saturdays of each month. Additionally, real estate um, trainings and presentations is happening now live. Uh, that's first Thursdays of each month with the exception of July. So our next presentation is happening July 11th. 
at Southwest Escrow in their community room in Inglewood. That's if you're in the greater Los Angeles area, come on out. And the topic is solopreneur agent. What no one told you before you jumped into real estate. I oftentimes people, uh, you know, are getting caught up with the glorified BS. And I am all about telling you the real spit about that. So join me, check out the Eventbrite link, keyword ready, set real estate, or I'll go ahead and drop it in the comments below and come on out. There is a um, investment uh, for you to uh, attend our lunch and learns that's happening every month. And if you would like to join ready, set real estate, the club for a savings and access on merch discounts, uh, guest presenters, coaches, Definitely join the club at ReadySetRealEstateClub.com. ReadySetRealEstateClub.com. And what's exciting about that gives you access to our vacations and our summits that are happening abroad. Woo! Turn up! Yay! So I'm super, super excited about that. All right. Well, what I've got for you tonight here on this late segment, you will forgive me. And um, I know I'm forgiven. <laughs> I'm forgiven. You will forgive me because I did an anticipate having the show earlier. I was preparing for a meeting today that went really well. I actually had a series of meetings and different things I was working on because like I said, I am an active licensed real estate professional. So my day-to-day -day does involve real estate. And um, so I had a full day and I'm still not done. This is the last part of my day, but I want to make sure we continue to commit to our show on season four of Ready, Set, Real Estate. For those of you who've been rocking with me and like to continue to support and have access, exclusive asset access to some of the lives where I really go in in depth and give you some real game, uh, you want to join as a loyal supporter for five buckaroos. That's five bucks a month, five dollars per month. You can cancel any time, but that gives you access to even the training, even the uh, uh, Ready, Set, Real Estate presentations. Right now, presentations are $15, but if you join as a club member, you have access to them and our library for just five bucks a month, which I think is tremendous value. Tremendous, tremendous. Not because I said so, but because I said so. Okay, on season four of Ready, Set, Real Estate, as we continue our series i'm episode i'm on episode four say hi say hello drop a comment down below if you're new to me welcome 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 if you're catching a live and if you catch the live if you catch it on a replay please hashtag replay that way we know that you're tuning in additionally how could i forget of course i didn't forget because uh, i enjoy radio Shout out to our radio podcast listeners who are tuning in on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Stitcher, Breaker, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, and on and on and on. Without you, there is no me. So thank you for your continued support. Additionally, want to shout out my family and friends because, you know, really, when I say without you, there is no me. Uh, thank you for supporting my wild ideas, including Ready, Set, Real Estate, uh, which is growing and scaling. We're now doing live events offline and we're also uh, doing a lot more. We'll be, you'll see, you'll be seeing a lot more of what's to come. And I'm completely 
inspired and reinvigorated, as, especially as I start to see progress and seeds coming out and budding out. So uh, you guys are making this possible. And it's it's been wonderful to see the feedback and value that you guys are receiving from this. And you do know there's this thing called law of reciprocity. So that's albeit referral, tagging, sharing, reposting, or donating. That's one way that you can reciprocate the energy in which I put out um, out of my time to share my level of expertise and experience in the real estate industry. Okay, I've got a goodie for one, for us tonight. I've, I've noticed what the last topics had been, so I wanna continue in that direction as we were talking from, at least from the buyer side. Uh, I will go through it and then I'm going to switch and cover uh, topics from the seller side. I think it's important that we see both, both perspectives because there's tons of education happening around buyers, not enough education happening around sellers and homeowners, which I'm excited to say, I'll probably be the first and one of the very few that is doing a series. And um, actually, yeah, shout out to propertyownersedu.org. That's what our conference is about on October 26th here in the city of Carson. That's at Carson Civic Center, propertyownersedu.org. Get registered sessions, keynote speakers, lunch provided, uh, raffles, prizes, prizes and giveaways. Just an awesome day to come learn about maintenance and homeownership retention and legacy building and taking maybe a single family and then up, upping that to multifamily or a portfolio of real estate. So there's tons of things and there's there's strategy that I wanna clue you guys in and let you guys in uh, into the world where the industry professionals who have been doing it are experts at doing it and now they become part of your toolbox or your resource. So that's what Property Owners EDU is about. And I'm excited about that. So good stuff. All right. So additionally, we're going to cover property inspections today. I wanted to come on. Um, the last episode was a great one. A lot of feedback. You guys had a lot of feedback on mattress money and that we covered mattress, how to use mattress money for your down payment and closing costs. So that was great. So today I want to cover property inspections. Um, albeit you decide you want to do your own or waive it or, you know, have your cousin or uncle or a contractor or a professional home inspector do it. Um, that's all up to you. And the reason why I wanted to cover property inspections, because this is something that you need to be budgeting for as you are considering purchasing. And I'll cover this just from a one to four perspective. When I say one to four, uh, from a residential perspective, um, in commercial, we call it feasibility. We call it uh, inspections, property inspections, land development. We call it feasibility studies. Uh, however, it's part of your due diligence, right? You pop the hood of the car, you take it for a test drive before you buy. It. Same thing with real estate. You got it. You've got to know what you're getting yourself into. And working with an experienced professional will lead you and guide you in the directions of things that you should be considering and looking at and can refer you to the team of people to help you with that. And the one thing I wanted to say about property inspections, because most people have really been 
saying out loud to you probably about budgeting for down payment. Got to save for your down payment. Got to save for your down payment. But no one's actually discussing your out-of-pocket costs. Um, actually, I'm going to cover that on the next segment. So that's a good one. Uh, we're going to cover out-of-pocket costs so that you truly know what's involved uh, when you are deciding to invest in real estate. For uh, time purposes, I'm just going to focus today on property inspections. Again, I'm not an inspector. I am an active licensed California real estate professional. I stay in my lane, meaning I don't overstep. I'm not trying to do your inspections. <laughs> uh, with my experience, I will make some recommendations, but I will always, always an agents, for those of you who are new, make sure you defer this area of expertise to the respective parties or the appropriate professionals, albeit the specialty inspectors. And so let's go ahead and talk about property inspection. So once you have completed, there's, there's one of three ways property inspections will come up that you will have access to. Gosh, this is so, this is fu so funny because I thought I was going to come on and just do a small segment. And just now I realized yeah, that's not going to happen because uh, I don't want to cheat you. I'm not going to cheat you. I am coming on and I'm doing this on Ready, Set, Real Estate. But if you want strategy and the additional behind the scenes, come on on. And as a loyal supporter, you have access to those lives for our group. Group. OK, so one of three ways you'll come up, come up to a property inspection or come across a property inspection, which gives you access. As a matter of fact, this is a, one of the gems that I drop in my newest release called Just Fall Out of Escrow. Top five reasons a property does not sell. This was the newest release. Um, and I talk about inspections in one, in this book um, because it's it's a way to, uh, it's a way, a way to negotiate price, a way to negotiate additional credits. And, um, I believe I'm doing a workshop on credits, a webinar on credits. So when I go into debt on things, just so you know, debt, depth, meaning strategy, techniques, tips, those are going to be on the webinars. I don't, I am not going to do that here on the show because that's, it requires more of like, you know, community environment and that's advanced stuff. So again, Ready, Set, Real Estate is just meant to keep it really basic for you and informational. That way it gets you thinking about this. So property inspections, one of three ways. So one of the first ways you'll come across a property inspection is once you've opened escrow. So you submitted an, uh, uh, an offer. If you're a buyer, you submitted an offer. Your offer was accepted. And now you have what is called your inspection contingency period. So this is where you will hear the, the words due diligence. Type that in the comments below, due diligence, due diligence. And when you are doing your due diligence inspection, uh, in your professional home inspection, general inspection, property inspection, 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 what whatever you're calling it, that is for you to do within a certain time frame. This is the moment where you get to pop the hood of the car and see if this is the home you want to move forward in. And don't be dissuaded. 
don't be dissuaded about coming across um, some items that you may feel a little bit overwhelmed about. Because if you don't ask, you don't get. So you will go through your property inspection initially um, when you're during your escrow period. Now this is, let's say, a standard sale. And I have to qualify it by saying calling it a standard sale. That means uh, standard sale, and I'm going to get into a, another example of how, how and when property inspections happen. So in a standard sale, you'll do it during, during your due diligence period. And that inspection is going to uncover whatever is going on with that property. You use that window to negotiate. You use that window to your advantage as a buyer. Now, for sellers who've never experienced this, and this is where I need to explain to them, just like I do with buyers, this is not a pass or a fail because this is not a city inspection. This is not a pass or fail. So I want to clarify for you that as a homeowner who has listed their property and the buyers now doing their due diligence, and that includes their general home inspection, it is not a pass or fail. This is allowing them to really dig deep, open, open up the worms, if you will, right? Open up the can uh, of what's happening with your property because you have disclosed and said, yes, I did the roof 15 years ago. We went ahead and added a second bath. We, you know, we changed out the, um, swapped out the, the, the hard, the, the tile for hardwood, you know, whatever you have, disclosed in your seller's disclosures, this is where the buyer still has to do their due diligence and confirm and verify for themselves what is happening at that time, okay? And so they get that back in the form of a home inspection report, property inspection report. I'm gonna use that interchangeably, but then I'm gonna qualify it because there is a difference between a general home inspection and a city property inspection, which is why I just, I want to go into this so you know. Um, oh, this is so good. I just, I'm just thinking about it. Like, you know, I'm thinking about this because no one's, I haven't seen anyone really take the time to tell you guys this. And so I want to go ahead and, and say this because there's this thing called uh, pre sale inspections. And then there's called general home inspections. Right now, I'm just discussing general home inspections. So once you have the report back during your general home inspection, your general home inspector, albeit they're certified or GC licensed, meaning they're a general contractor, they may defer you to other specialty inspections like specialty for pools, specialty for roofer. Those are specialty inspections, specialty for plumbing, specialty for uh, electrical. You may want to do a land survey inspection. When do you do a survey is when you want to make sure you know the boundary. Where does your property line end? If there's at any point any confusion as to where it ends and begins as it relates or corresponds to the plot map. I'm actually going to be doing a section. I was inspired by the class I took yesterday. It was a training. Shout out to Coach DP3, David Plummer of the DP3 organization. Uh, who did a presentation on title and preliminary report. 
So I'm inspired by that class. I am going to cover a, I'm going to do this on Ready, Set, Real Estate. You don't have to do a webinar because I think you all need to know this. I, everything I share, I think you all need to know anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to do, I'm going to share on the webinar deeds, uh, understanding deeds and how to read it, how to read your deed, the plot map, what's on there, all that significance. I think you need to understand how to read that and 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 overstand it. Okay, so how are we doing? So good, so, so far so good, good. Go ahead and press one in the comments below and let me know if you're feeling good about this. If you have any questions, go ahead and drop your questions below. I am answering questions on the live and this is what I'm here for. Thank you for tuning in on our late edition but you know, your girl is active. So I was working today and didn't get a chance to do it sooner, but I'm committed to the time. We're gonna keep it short, sweet and powerful. Uh, somebody watch my time. I'm good, I'm good. Okay, so that was one of three ways a, a property inspection comes up. The other way is if you are buying an investment property, or under the sale of an auction or a probate property. Now, if we want to learn more about probate, stay tuned. I'm going to cover that. We're going to cover all types of sales because there's REOs, there's underperforming, uh, non-performing notes. There's, um, I said REOs, there's estates, probates, and there are standard sales. There's um, downsizing there's uh, also doing upgrades as well and close concurrence um, tons. And so there's so much built into each and every one of those types of sales. And I want to make sure that you guys are aware of how that works, how each transaction works. OK, so let me see here. I just want to make sure I'm not missing any comments. OK, good. OK, good. I just want to make sure because I see you guys tuning in, but you're taking the notes right now. That's good. That's good. All right. The second way on property inspections or you will come across a property inspection is during those types of sales. Auction. Investment. Probate. And that usually happens before you write your offer. You may say to me, Lisa, and this is where I think the confusion uh, for some buyers happens is they always ask is, do they, do they do an inspection before, uh, you know, before they write the offer or when, when do they do their inspection? So I just covered at what point in a standard sale, you're going to do your general home inspection. If you're opting for one, some people don't, some people are experienced. I've had clients that have that feel confident in our experience and they've waived their inspections not something that i recommend which is why i protect myself albeit a waiver form saying and stating that the client opted to waive it but they've done their inspection they've done their due diligence in a matter in a way that they're comfortable so as an agent and a professional we have to be open we have to be open that not everyone wants to do inspections the way everyone does inspections, okay? So you've got to be open, but also as an agent professional, you want to protect yourself and the company in, in getting that documented in the form of a waiver in the event that that client is deciding not to do a formal inspection, 
all right? That protects it because you need it for your file and for compliance reasons. Uh, it doesn't negate you from, listen to agents, it doesn't negate you, doesn't say that you're not supposed to do your AVID, right? Your AVID or your AVID, depending on how you say it, but that's your agent visual inspection. So me as a professional, we are actually required to do our own visual inspection of that property so that we are disclosing what it is that we observe, but we also uh, disclaim that we are not the professional inspector. This is not our area of expertise. And it's in, it's in, in essence, it indemnifies us or hold harmless that what Lisa sees and what Lisa said is only what Lisa observed with my eyes and doing my walkthrough. I'm not out testing outlets and I'm not testing the pressure. I'm, that's not what Lisa's doing, but it will say what I observe. And there's a real important part of filling out the visual inspection, just so you know the significance as for an agent and for clients so that you understand why we must do it because we have been sued, the industry has been sued in error at time or in error of disclosure or omission. Although you see, although I may see that you live next to a power line or a freeway or a train station or an alley or a school, although you see it, I see it, if I don't disclose in writing that I've pointed it out to you, that you're there because you have to sign off on the AVID, that's a liability that I open myself to because you may say, mm -hmm. I don't want to live next to a school because of the traffic, right? I, I work graveyard um, and I sleep during the day. I don't want to live next to a train. I didn't know the train runs at this time. I didn't know the train was operating. So that requires full disclosure on the AVID form so you are fully aware. And that is part of the inspection period. Full inspection, full disclosures. Okay, how are we feeling? We're feeling good? I'm feeling good about this. Okay, so I actually kind of went back on the general inspection and tied in the agent inspection as part of all of this. So now the second type of inspection happens before you write an offer. You say, what? I'm going to write an inspect. I'm, I'm going to hire somebody out to inspect a property before I make an offer. Why would I do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Uh, you will have to do that in the event that you are looking at as is purchases, investment properties, probate estates, um, sometimes foreclosures. And that depends on you taking your team out there. That's your contractor. This requires you to be more experienced. Um, and those who uh, also have not been as experienced in probate, you usually want to go out and take your contractor inspector to go take a look and give you those estimates. So that way you're fully aware of the costs involved. So you can factor in what the ARV is, right? After repair value. So you can factor in how much work is needed. Is this a sound investment? Do you want to move forward with purchasing? Why is that significant? Why will it be significant? And 
required at times that you do your inspection before you make an offer. Typically in those types of sales, they want no contingent offers, non-contingent offers. What does that mean? Uh, the time frame is usually much shorter. The time range sometimes is driven by court as well. And once they approve the sale in the, in, in the, in the example of a probate sale, they're not going to want to deal with you finding out oopsies and saying, I actually, you know, it's a little bit too much. It's going to cost me too much. And I want out. The court doesn't have time for those games. They don't have time for those games. <laughs> Let me say it again. The court doesn't have time for those games. They deal with tons of cases, tons of cases. FYI, how do we avoid probate people? How do we avoid probate? How do we avoid probate people? We put our properties in living trusts. Wills are still contestable and subject to the probate code. So if you sit and tell me, well, Lisa, I don't have a trust, but I got a will. I wrote a will. Wills actually create more damage than helping because now the court has to make sense of what your intention was in your will. Sometimes they're poorly written and you can create more damage than help the situation after you transition. One of the best tools is to look into getting a living trust, albeit a revo revocable trust or irrevocable trust. A living trust. Go ahead and make that investment and save yourself $25,000 and up in probate costs, attorney fees, etc. All right. And so that would be an example where you will come across an inspection at which time you will complete your inspection, which means, yes, you're going to be investing money in the inspection. Now, let me uh, just go back because I didn't get to give you the range or the estimate. Your general home inspections typically range from uh, 300, 300 on, um, I would say, uh, on a single family, 300, 375, depending on your inspector, 400 for some, depending, again, that depends and you want to just check, you want to check, you want to check their credentials, you want to see their work, you want to ask them for a copy of their report, see if you like their style of reporting. Is it understandable? Is it legible? Um, I mean, it most, I, there was one person way back in the day that I knew hand wrote, and that's difficult to read. So we have the technology now that people can actually type reports and it's, you know, and provide a summary. So ask for that, ask for a copy of the summary, uh, some, ask for a copy or a sample of their report. That way you can see what it would look like, okay? Actually, um, I will be doing that uh, as a series for our buyer series. Um, we are bringing on an inspector that would be covering that section and walking through people, uh, walking them through the home inspection process and what to expect and they'll get sample booklets of what the report is. And so they're better prepared and don't feel like when they get the news of whatever's happening on the property, they're not discouraged or dissuaded to move forward because even if it's new construction, there's something, there's something that's happening. You know, sometimes with new construction, you'll have termite, you know, sometimes there might be a leak on new construction. Um, and then you have, uh, wear and tear and common issues that come with homes that are, are that are much dated and much older homes. So inspections are very important to be educated on. 
and not feel like it's the end of the world. It's not a pass or fail. And check out the past episode where I actually had a professional home inspector on where he talked about what it is that he does from that standpoint. Today, I wanted to, I really wanted to expand the conversation and discuss the types of inspections, when you're paying for it, when you're completing it, and at which point do you decide, do I stay or do I go? Because your inspection is one of your contingencies in which you can cancel a contract as a buyer. For the seller, do know that you're not, that offer is not, that acceptance is not as solid until the buyer has completed their inspection uh, period and removed their contingencies. Then you get closer to your check. And when I say check, I mean from the seller, um, your payout from the sale of your property. And so the third way now, as we get ready to wrap this up, thanks for hanging on and sticking with me. The third way is city inspections. Now you had options in the first two, general inspection, albeit you do during escrow or an inspection, professional inspection or general inspection or having a GC out, which is general contractor, come out and walk through a property prior to making an offer. You have those types of inspections. And then you have city inspections. I'm gonna add a bonus inspection, which is a fourth one. I just thought it, I, I didn't just think about it, but I was gonna cover it on a different, different segment, which I will. Um, I will actually I'll cover it. I'll expand more on it, but I'll touch on it here as a bonus. So the third is city inspections. You don't get to hire your city inspector. You don't get to choose the inspector. That's not something you get to do. Now, depending where you are, there is something called a pre-sale inspection. And when that is uh, completed, that is ordered by the listing agent or the homeowner orders it, schedules it. There is a fee uh, attached to that where the city inspector comes out. And this actually became a requirement to protect buyers from taking on properties that had illegal conversions, illegal work, things that were not compliant. And it was really a health and safety measure to protect the buyers. And it put the buyer on full notice on whether windows were compliant, uh, where they were properly installed, whether there's the outlets and the electrical and smoke detectors and water heater and um, the plumbing, uh, whether it was replaced, uh, whether the washer dryer, where the washer was removed from the laundry room in the house and was it put in the garage, you know, was that legally done? Is it placed safely in the garage? Is there the proper wiring and the connection See, when people start to get into properties and they're homeowners, um, it's funny because the city does have a say on compliance. You can start open up walls and moving things around, but you've got to be compliant when doing that. And most people do, you know, they say that Mickey Mouse job, right? And it's not, it's not really the best work done. And so pre-sale inspections, if you are in a city, a locale, a county, or a state that requires it, you need to know that. You need to make sure that you are aware regarding pre-sale inspections because that's an added cost 
potentially for the seller or the buyer, depending on how it's negotiated, who is responsible for what the city flags. The city is flagging. If they flag something, that property now has been flagged for non-compliance of certain items. Now the city will give you some time to correct or cure those items. You've got to negotiate depending on who. And if there's no, it doesn't say the seller has to do it. And it doesn't say the buyer has to do it. That's something we negotiate as part of terms and conditions. And so you wanna learn more about that? Boom pick a copy up. <laughs> Just fell out of escrow. Top five reasons a property does not sell. There's more details about that in the book. All right. So that's your third way you come across inspections. And the bonus way, fourth, is appraisal inspections. I know you think appraisal, you think, well, wait, appraisals are values. Appraisals are values. Actually, FHA insured loans have a very uh, I, um, the word that pops up is finite, but I'm not going to use finite. That's what just popped in my head because I think about all the logistics. Down payment programs, FHA inspections, all have various uh, um, conditions, if you will, in order to insure that property or in order to offer down payment assistance on that property. And so in addition to your general home inspection, you, the buyer, will pay for your FHA appraisal inspection, which is looking for health and safety, any hazardous um, scenarios happening with that property. And that's get submitted as lender required repairs, meaning those items need to be met, replaced, fixed, or cured. I'm using those various terms. So you can hear it, replace, fixed or cured. The appraiser will give an estimate to how much it would cost to cure those items that have been called out in order to get the financing secured if you're using an FHA insured mm -hmm. loan. Mm -hmm. All right. And then there's down payment assistance programs. If you're using city funding, county funding, there's also an inspection that is tied to that, that is also looking for certain requirements of that property. Some are more strict than the others, which is why as an experienced professional, we've got to ask the questions of how the buyer is financing their purchase. And that's a question that you should know whether you're, ask, you're representing the seller or you're representing the buyer, because the financing is going to dictate some additional inspections and costs associated, both from a, a repair side, if it's a lender required repair, and also from the buyer side, if they have to incur those additional costs to repair. If it's city inspection and the seller says, I don't want to deal with uh, pre-sale, I'm not doing it. You, you do it. And I give you strategy on how to work that out in the book. All right. So you can check out lasuperagent.com. Check out the store. You can order the book. I believe I'm offering this as an ebook for 10 bucks, something like that. So a lot of gems in that one. All right. 
You feeling good about this? I am. I am. This was a good one. I'm glad I was able to cover on this. Inspections, property inspections. Now you have no excuse now. Lisa told you, okay? Lisa said so. You know, I like to say my Lisa said so. Lisa said so. More importantly, super agent said so. All right, that's my time. As I get ready to wrap this up, make sure you subscribe, tag, and share on all social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Let somebody know what we are doing. Remember, this show supports Real Estate 100 Youth Foundation. And guess what? Our real estate youth course is now available on Udemy, Teachable, and Gumroad. You have no excuse. It's summer. Your, your kids could be learning real estate. In fact, they should be learning real estate. You should sign them up. All right. Uh, I, I believe the discount code for any of the courses is RE100. RE100. Let me know if it doesn't work. Go ahead and send me an email. I'm happy to send you a code. It's more important because I see other people who have uh, want to do what I'm doing in terms of educating the youth. The more, the better. But it's more important that the community access this information. So I've made the investment very reasonable, very fair. Again, very reasonable, very fair. It costs less than a pair of shoes or whatever your latest name brand shoes less than a pair of high name brand shoes, your children can learn real estate terms, concepts, and get a copy of the ebook and get a certificate of completion. I don't know who else is offering that. Um, as a matter of fact, I do. Me, me, the creator, the creator of the program is, is offering that. The creator of this whole movement is offering that. You know, I'm the first and thus far the only that is running a real estate focused organization just on real estate for our youth and young adults. All right, feeling myself today. I had a wonderful day and I trust you did too. I'll see you next week and we continue another powerful episode of Ready, Set, Real Estate. See you soon. Bye.